The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts the Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're entering the Batcave and exploring the real-life love stories behind Gotham's favorite masked hero in celebration of the new Batman movie. I am Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye, and welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your headphones every day. Sarah, you remember when I told you about that New York Times quiz, the 36 questions to fall in love? I do indeed. We did one of the questions. Yep. And and I'd like to continue this. Like, I'd like this to be like a weekly thing where we do a question because I just, I really feel like you're my work wife now. So I, I do want to know you. It's true. We did question one. We're on question two now. Question two. Question two of the New York Times, 36 questions to fall in love. Would you like to be famous and in what way? I'm going to sound like such a schmuck answering this question, but go for it. In a very, very, very small community and in a very, very micro way, I already am. And it is just the right amount of notoriety for me. <laughs> you are famous. In the romance community, yeah. I have been in romance conferences and standing in the lobby and had somebody get up yeah. from breakfast in the hotel restaurant, leave their bacon behind and come out because they heard my voice and they wanted to meet me. And I was like, I cannot believe that you left bacon to come meet me. I'm honored. But in that particular community, I have a certain amount of notoriety and that is exactly the right level. Mm -hmm. What about you? Would you like to be super uber free purses and shoes for life famous? I mean, yes. 
If you put it like that, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Because um, I do like both those things. I know you do. And free makeup. Like if I could have like a lifetime pass to Sephora or something where I just walk in and grab things and then don't pay, that would be really cool too. If anyone wants to send me free makeup, I'm I'm all for it. Um, but I think when I think about it, and I know this sounds weird, but I don't think I want to be so famous that people start to wish me ill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I do feel like you reach a level of fame where people want you to fail. Yeah. Like they're looking for you to fail. And I think I think that's especially true when you're a woman of color. But I think like it is just true across the board. If if you get to a certain level where people stop loving you and they universally like delight or anticipate you going down, which is like really dark. This is like a dark question. Kind it of, is a very dark question, which is very fitting for this episode. And I think yeah. uh, a lot of people find themselves in that situation and they don't quite know what to do with it. And they they don't necessarily have the tools to manage mm-hmm. that fame. But we are talking about one person today who has a lot of tools. And <laughs> that was a great transition. Yeah, thank he does you. Have, he has a lot of bat tools, you might bat say. Bat tools, bat tools, but also has two very separate, distinct personae and they are famous in completely different ways and they are not mm. connected to each other publicly. So there's playboy fame and then there's superhero fame. Yeah. And two di- different kinds of reactions, I guess you get. Definitely. Very interesting. I, I am not a huge Batman fan. Of course, we're talking about Batman. Uh, I'm not Wait, a huge what? We fan. are? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we are. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, must have, I threw you off guard a little bit there. Um, I'm not I, like I like I like movies, like I like superhero movies and stuff, um, but not to the extent of, say, like my fiance Kai. I think he's like really, really into them. Um, so I actually asked him to sit in. So he's going to talk with us today with Brandon Marino. Brandon is a pro wrestler and actor, and most importantly, for our purposes, a lifelong Batman fan. He's here to share his love for Batman and dive into some Batman romances. Please welcome Brandon. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandon. We're really excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And uh, we do have a special guest host. <laughs> we have my fiance <laughs> Kai, who literally was just walking along behind me yes. and saw that you were a pro wrestler and a Batman fan. And was like, oh, wait, I have a lot of things to ask him. So we're going to welcome him a little a little special guest host today as well. And now we're best friends. Yeah. yeah we, you, we might, you might become best friends. Yeah, Absolutely. Love for wrestling. Love Batman. So, dude, Brandon, you and I are meant to be best friends. <laughs> yes. Amazing. This was this is truly a love struck moment. Yeah, absolutely. Ted, tell us a little bit about your profession as a pro wrestler and most importantly, your your lifelong Batman fanaticism. Well, even pro wrestling kind of comes out of Batman. I was introduced at a very young age to Batman and became obsessed. And I got into martial arts when I was seven with the ultimate goal, of course, of being a superhero. And then as I got older, I realized I would need like a job and I wanted to use my martial arts. And so pro wrestling, like superheroes, you fight people in tights with monikers and fancy costumes. And so I figured that was like naturally where to go. I did that for for a few years. I was trained by a guy named Davey Richards. And uh, I did a little training with uh, Harley Race as well, who's, who's a legend and 
Uh, I tore my ACL in a tryout match for Ring of Honor. And then in the meantime, got into acting right in time for them to make like really, really awesome superhero movies. And so that's kind of been the goal ever since. Uh, My favorite character is Nightwing. He was the first Robin. And then he grew up and got big boy pants and became his own superhero named Nightwing. And uh, for the last five years, I've just kind of been on a uh, <laughs> on a um, crusade to play this character. And it's kind of been, that's the, the thrust of my obsession lately. So we talk about love here a lot and about our relationships. Is there anything like that you have taken from the lore of Batman? And I, I know Batman is a ladies man, correct? Of course, yes. Yes. Right, like he he is good with the the relationships, or not so good, maybe. No, with the ladies, but not good with relationships. Oh, okay. Well, those are two separate things, indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there anything that you have taken into relationships specifically from from your love of the Batman comics? I have taken him as something of a cautionary tale. Actually, oh. Batman has an inability to let people in and to let people actually see him and my therapist has gone along with my batman delusion and uses batman metaphors when we talk talking about like you know you can take the mask off every once in a while you can put down the batman armor every once in a while you can let people know bruce wayne a little bit (laughs) so that's kind of where in terms of the batman-ness and relationships that's kind of where that where i try to keep that in mind sometimes yes absolutely mask off it's very important. I I do love I do love the idea of therapists suddenly having an influx of like superhero like with the explosion of Marvel and everything of having to learn like all the superhero lore just to be like you can put down the hammer sometimes <laughs> and just move on. <laughs> You don't always need to be an Asgardian god. You can just be a blonde person sometimes. It's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can just be a handsome Australian. Just enjoy a beer once in a while, you know? <laughs> what about, like, as far as, do you have a preference for a Batman, like, that you ship with any particular love interest? I mean, I would have to say Catwoman. They are the ultimate, like, will they, won't they. They're two sides of the same coin. They both run into the night with pointed ears. One fights crime, one stops crime. They're completely drawn to each other, yet their lifestyle choices, like they uh, have a difficult time reconciling them. Tom King is this really wonderful Batman uh, writer who his run of Batman was originally planned to be this hundred issue kind of odyssey exploring, can Batman be happy? And the entire thing is just the saga of Batman and Catwoman. And, them trying to find love within it. It feels like with Batman, similar to all other heroes, they can never have a true, they have a love interest, but they can never stay with that love interest. So is that something that draws you towards like the drama of that? Does that draw you towards like uh, reading more comics about Batman, about other superheroes? It is, it is, there is this like, this journey with reading the comics for, for Batman or Nightwing in particular, where they have these like really wonderful love interests and these really lovely relationships that are sometimes established in the comics and watching them kind of like the ebbs and flows of it. It can be really like a huge, a huge draw, especially Nightwing in the past couple of years have had, you know, you look at them and you're like, this is, this is a wholesome relationship. Like they support each other. They, confide in each other there used to be kind of a, a duplicitous thing in in superhero media where it's like oh they can never know who i really am and now it's a place of 
the other person does find out, it's like, okay, what do we learn here? Can we accept each other and that kind of thing? Which I really, I really love the direction that's taken. If you could give like Batman like relationship advice, you know, like what would it be? Oh, it's it's tricky because you know he's led in the wrong the wrong people before, and they've you know almost spelled doom for Gotham City. But uh, just try and open up a little, trust a little. Would be would be my recommendation. Take the mask off every once in a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, put away the batterings. Just go see a movie. So we actually uh, dug into some of our favorite. Batman. Batman. Batmans? Batman. 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 Batsmen. I think that's canon. I think that's canon. Bats Batsmen? <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> so let's let's you mentioned Batfleck is your favorite Batman. So uh of course you you know, must know about Benefer, about Ben Affleck and G Lo. The great romance of our time. But I remember how wild and public her this relationship was. And I remember very vividly, like the summer, like it was like summertime and I was watching the Jenny from the Block video. And I like, this is like a core memory for me is watching this video of her and Batfleck frolicking around on a yacht. And days before their wedding ceremony in September 2003, they called it off due to excessive media attention, which is... Like they were, I feel like they were courting a lot of that attention, but maybe it was also still really excessive. And their official breakup was in January 2004. J-Lo went on to marry Mark Anthony, who gave her two singer children, I believe. Mm -hmm. They're both singers. While Ben moved on with Jennifer Garner. And they've always been very kind to each other publicly since. And J-Lo once said, I think a different time, a different thing. Who knows what could have happened? But there was genuine love there. And it is a different time. And it's a different thing. And in 2021, the couple was seen together again for the first time since 2003, vacationing together in Big Sky, and they confirmed they're officially dating. Ooh. I actually saw them. I think they were at the Super Bowl together, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a little Batman Very love nice. story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Batflick. Got his happy ending. That's good. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. Oh, we don't know. Let's not speak too soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fingies crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, I think that I think the greatest love story to come out and the most an unexpected one out of like the Batman universe is probably George and Amal. I like George Clooney as Batman. Did, Brandon, did you like George as Batman? I think with what he was given, he did a good job just because he's a fantastic artist. Yeah. The movie around him has a particular time and place. Uh, but it's, it's, it's uh, he is not quite on my favorite list. My favorite of the Bats men. Well, he <laughs> describes himself as, quote, the worst Batman ever. So I feel like oh, we no. are a lot kinder to him than he is <laughs> probably to himself. He doesn't maybe consider himself the best Batman. He does consider himself to have the best wife. Oh. He was a very infamous bachelor. He had no intentions of ever getting married. He met Amal, who was a human rights lawyer, briefly in Lake Cuomo. And before she came over, George Clooney's agent called and said, I met this woman who's headed to your house and you're going to marry her. Oh, that's that's like a lot of pressure, though. It is. Uh, The two became pen pals and they kept in touch, talking and emailing almost daily about their lives to each other after one short meeting. And they went on their official first date in London four months later. They got engaged less than a year after meeting. He invited her over for a private home-cooked dinner and hid the ring in the matches box. Oh, that would give me so much anxiety. 
And per their respective MOs, the couple never talked about marriage. So it was a complete surprise. And he was on his knees waiting for an answer for 20 minutes. Whoa. Wow. That's dedication. That is. Did he wear like knee pants or knee braces? And they have a fabulous but intimate wedding where it all started, Italy, tying the knot after just a year after their first date. Years later, when asked about his fame bachelorhood, he told The Hollywood Reporter, sometimes in life it doesn't happen to your schedule, but you find the person that you're always supposed to be with. That's how I feel, and I know that's how Amal feels. And I thought this was the best postscript to the story. He will not let her watch him in Batman. <laughs> wow, he really hates this movie. In, in interviews, he was, he was t- they asked him about it, too. He, he did not want to promote it. Oh. Just didn't like it. Brandon, are you excited for the new Robert Pattinson iteration of Batman? I am so excited for emo Batman. Emo Batman! <laughs> if you haven't seen the the Planet of the Apes movies that Matt Reeves did, they're so, like, outlandish premise, super grounded, and just, like, full of heart and emotion. Uh, and I think he's going to do the same thing oh. here. I'm trying not to watch too much behind-the-scenes stuff, but the action looks very cool. Okay. Robert Pattinson is an agent of chaos, and I can't wait to see what he does with the role. I'm so excited. That is the best description of Robert Pattinson I think I've ever heard. Just an agent of chaos. I love him. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited for, like, a younger Batman, Mm -hmm. like... To yeah. see what made him into it's like your two, your three Batman when he's still like bitter and angry by the world by his parents dying. Yeah. So he's like oh full of revenge and you know. Oh, are his parents dead? Oh, I, I didn't know. Did you, <laughs> did you know that his, his parents guys? Little known fact. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. His parents died when he was young. That, that, sorry, <laughs> little you, you known. No, sorry guys. Actually, I take it back. I think my favorite. Batman is Lego Batman. I yes. love Lego Batman so much because I think he pokes so much fun <laughs> at himself. Darkness. <laughs> I only use the black Legos. <laughs> it's such a love letter to everything Batman. The The entire 80 years, there's like Mothman is back there. The Condiment King, who's a real villain, is in there. It's just, it's everything. Wait, is the Condiment King a real villain? Mm-hmm. I had no 100%. idea. 100%. Yes. Oh, really? yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Brandon, before before we sign off, just one one more question. So we just wanted to ask, like, what's what's the biggest way that your love for Batman has impacted your life other than therapy? Well, like I was kind of saying earlier, the the thing about Batman is that he doesn't give up and he doesn't quit kind of no matter the odds of the situation. He's always had a mission and then done everything he can to to execute. So for me, whether that was being the best martial artist I could be, becoming a professional wrestler, becoming an actor and, and trying to, you know, play Nightwing and, and everything I do for that, it's uh, that ethos has, has really driven my life and uh, it's got me through a lot. Where can we follow along on your quest to play Nightwing? Where can we find you on the internet? On my noble quest, um, I can be found on any platform at the Bat Marino, the Bat B A T M A R I N O. Great name. Mm-hmm. That is a great name. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandon. We really appreciated it. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was really a blast. Sarah, what a great conversation that was with two Bat nerds. 
I could listen to them nerd out at each other about Batman for literal hours. I feel like they're going to exchange phone numbers and like go to Batman together. <laughs> I feel like that that should happen. Yeah, I think, I, it I think we've made a love struck connection here. Yeah, I think we have. What is your love to go today? What is your little token to give people to take into their day? I love what Brandon said about his therapy appointments, where his therapist recommended that he take his mask off. Now, in terms of COVID, keep your mask on. Mm. But in terms of interpersonal relationships, be yourself, take your mask off. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. If you would like to email us with your bat love story, you can email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. If you have a bat love story to share or you have bat questions or bat thoughts, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily. I bet there will be Batman pictures there too. I assume. Especially for this episode. Probably. You can leave a review. You can subscribe. You can spread the word about our bat show. Thank you again for listening. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios and Jillian Davis with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And for goodness sakes, just just kiss kiss already. already. 